Nerds. I'm your humble Game Master Tom, and this is Adventure 58. Uh, glad to have you here. We're so excited. It has been some crazy recent adventures we've been having. Speaking of 58, I just ran the numbers. If we're at Adventure 58, we actually had 16 episodes before that. That brings us, according to my math, to 74 total adventures we've had just in Season 3. That is now doubled season one's total content <laughs> that is a lot of adventures we've been on uh so glad you're here we're coming to you live on twitch.tv slash inglorious bards also with you on every podcast platform out there as well as our youtube channel you can catch the video there all of this you can find on our website ingloriousbards.com so uh let's not delay any further let's give jeremy probably his one and only time to talk this entire episode with his recap of what happened last time so two-thirds of the defenders were sucked out of varen and transferred to what we heard was the oubliettes when they woke up they found themselves uh bound to these obsidian slabs that they couldn't get off of they, they were just kind of stuck to them and they were in this, it looked like a, a torture room of all things, just a, a lower cave area. They were greeted by some dude in a robe who uh, was very clear that uh, he was in control and uh, that he had plans for each of them. Their weapons got returned to them, kind of got stuck to the slabs. And then the slabs started floating. They lifted up and started moving down hallways into corridors until they eventually raised up through the ceiling and into the floor of a giant coliseum. Up there, there was an announcer that spoke, some guy with the crazy Van Dyke beard, who uh, was letting everyone know that they were here and that uh, no matter how many other creatures he's brought in this big celebration, that they're that even though they've been held down for so long, they're now in control. And one of the new special events was that they brought heroes for the first time. These heroes from Varen who came here because they slayed a dragon in their world. And that was what got them kind of an entry form into this. Well, Sildren, Bali, Piercy, and Yaru were all released. They were given their powers back and their magic, which wouldn't work for them earlier. And then they had to fight a gigantic, a gargantuan scorpion, really, and also a Viscothrell and a nine-headed troll uh, that chewed on Piercy over and over again. Uh, only thanks to Bali's spells keeping him alive were they able to really make it through and actually defeat those creatures. Uh, when they were cheered by the massive crowd of thousands of people, uh, they saw walking away Onokrin, who showed up as a part of the audience members, and even walking away at the very end, uh, Sildren recognized that one of the hooded figures was no other than Callian Varro. And then they were put back on their slabs and dropped back underneath the floor. So at the moment, they're still alive. That's where we left them. By the way, Xander and Pleak, not there. They're probably still in Iceland somewhere, but we don't know because they were just stuck and left there before. Except for the fact that Xander's uh, Nexus Quill was recharged from the uh, magic of the dying uh, Atarais. So there's a chance that they might be able to make it out of there as well. Anyway, that's where everyone else is. Those two and then everyone else there. So without further ado and hoping they're still alive, let the adventure begin.
Far from Wren on another world, our view flies along a dry wasteland before dropping into a wide chasm. We zip past small houses of stone clinging to the sides of the chasms like barnacles on a ship. Our view dips under strong lines connecting the cliff sides which carry people and goods in metal baskets. We zoom in on a dozen people squabbling on a balcony. They are from all walks of life and come from many worlds. They threaten each other with weapons and spells, some out of spite, some out of loyalty, and some because of the magic necklaces bound around their necks. These are not ordinary people. These are the desperate, the ruthless, the strongest, or the left behind. All of them come from many worlds, summoned here by powerful magic. They work, they fight, they survive, they kill and all of their lives revolve around the arena within the depths of this chasm and the charismatic man who leads them. Our heroes have just defeated their opponents in the huge arena and have been brought down on obsidian slabs onto the lower chambers beneath the arena. Here, the smell of sweat, feces, and rotten food permeates the dark chambers and prison cells. Floating obsidian slabs with the heroes shackled to them slide into cells facing a common central area. The shackles release, dropping the wounded heroes to the ground. The slabs stand over them ominously. A bronze orc, tall and muscular, walks past the bars of each cell and sneers at the heroes. Piercy is the first to his feet. Uh, 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 since Xander's not here, uh, I suppose I'll be the one to ask. Uh, did we win? My eyes say yes, but my spleen says no. These creatures were a nasty lot. Can't believe we made it out alive. In no small part to you, Bolly. Your magic held us together up there for certain. It's just the power of the Stone Father flowing through these dwarven hands. Even in a place like this, the brave and the faithful are rewarded. Still not sure what this place is all about. Uh, it's, uh, it's uh, an arena where nine-headed tanks follow adorable one-headed tanks. Sildren winces as he sits up and looks over his wounds. It's more than that, Piercy. The, this oubliette has some powerful magic to it. It kept much of my magic at bay, and let alone how it brought us here in the first place. Uh, the, I don't want to go into Tom Tom of any more monsters again. A noble chumper wumba for the Piercy. <laughs> now how do we get out of here? We don't even know where here is. Keep it simple. First through these bars, then smite the wicked, then we're off. Sildren taps on the bars to his cell and looks around. This place is more than metal bars keeping us here. The gems in these necklaces hold some power over us. We need to find our way out of them to not be under this control. And how to we do that? I'm working on that. And... Who were those chaps in the yellow armor in the arena upstairs? The honor, Kren. We've run into those bastards before. Brave allies we can rely on to help us to get out of this tight spot? <laughs> Hardly. They're enemies of Varen. Then they are the enemies of Percy... Uh, Sir, Percy von Skeetenlever. <laughs> <laughs> and that woman up there, the one in the cloak... She looked like maybe she knew you. Another enemy of Varen? I don't believe so, but that doesn't necessarily mean she's an ally of ours either. I suggest we all get our rest, recover from these wounds, and keep an eye open for any opportunity we can take advantage of. 
A day passes, but deep under the arena, the heroes have little sense of passing time. On day two, Master Yaru's necklace pulses. His body is pulled through the air and flung against the obsidian slab in his cell. The cell door opens and the slab floats out, taking the Blackford monk with it. Uh, where's he going? Uh, where are they taking him? Uh, bring him back! One by one, the other heroes are moved out of their slabs and taken to isolated cells in the darkness beneath the arena. After some time, in Master Yaru's isolated cell, the door opens and a pale man with no hair and a velvet-trimmed robe strides in. Yaru tries to rise, but his binding necklace keeps him on the ground. Save your strength. You have survived your battle. Now, it is time to begin your initiation into the Oubliette. We shall begin with pain. I have endured more than you can imagine. Do your worst. The man lashes out with a beating that does not stop. Fists enhanced with force power smash against Yaru's chest and face over and over. One of the longest days of Yaru's life begins. On day three, Yaru is bloodied and sits in a heap against the wall of his cell. With no food or water, he wonders about the fate of his friends. As his cell door opens, he gets to his feet as quick as he can, but the necklace flashes and he is dropped to the ground. The pale man enters. Uh, I have not wronged you. I have no secrets. Give me water. Please give me water. Let us talk. The man moves his hands and Yaru rises off the ground and spreads his arms. I do not want you to talk. The man clenches his fist and draws back his arm, ready to strike again. Yeah, what is it? What do you want from me? I want you to learn. Day four. Yaru lies sprawled across the ground, lips chapped, blood on his face and on the ground. He dreams of a fast ship racing over a gray ocean and the cold snow near the Temple of the Three Winds. His cell door opens. The pale man enters. Water. I need water. The pale man rises Yaru off the ground like a marionette. No more. Stop. Stop. Several more hours go by, and Yaru, you are a heap of sweat and blood and thirst lying on the ground of your cell all alone. <laughs> the door opens up. You don't even look. Uh, and you hear heavy boots approaching for the first time. And with your head low to the ground, you can look and see some very shiny black boots that have been freshly polished. And look up and up through battered eyes and can see the flanged cloak collar of the Van Dyke wearing man who was out on the arena uh, leading the entire battle uh, from several days earlier. And he looks down upon you and doesn't say anything for a while. Please. I do not have answers for you. Give me water. 
My name is Narcadian. I've been where you are. I've laid there as broken as you are now. He kneels down next to you. Can you understand my pain? Help me. You must understand that I'm the only one who can help you. What is your name? I thought it was Master. Was You have shown me, my ways have shown me, it is just Yaru. He lightly pats you on the head, slightly reassuringly. Yaru, you have come from a faraway place that is not there anymore for you. This is your new home here. You have a choice that you can make where you can show your strength for me at my side or you can die as many others have. Your life is in your hands in a way. Takes the energy he has left and he just thinks for a moment and his beaten, battered paw just reaches out to the boot and he grabs on. If it means an end to this senseless violence and a chance to redeem myself, I will do what you ask. He snaps his fingers and there's a shuffle. You hear something being uncorked and you hear a splash of liquid and then he lowers uh, a cupped hand in front of you with water. Uh, he... Grasp, grabs at it, like, instinctively, not even thinking about it. Takes the water. All right, you start drinking the water from his hand. Yaru, there is... There is a lot of wrongs that I am trying to right here. There is a power and respect I have built here in the Oubliette that other, other realms are now coming to realize there is a power here they have no control over yet we can control and take from them as i see fit and if you are wise and i do not believe your intentions now but perhaps you will convince me in the many many months to come i have no tricks left for you please believe me then say you will follow me Say it. You have my strength. The little I have left. I will follow you, Narcadian. He puts a hand on your hair, which is also matted and bloody, Sildren, and continues the conversation. One way or the other, the oubliette is now your life. Say it. 
I will follow you. He leans in close. I I think you are a liar, but I think you are worth this journey as well. Tell me, as he sits you up a bit, Piercy, tell me only I can release you from this pain. Uh, I... I, I don't I don't know what to say. Well, you had your choice then. And you in a totally different cell at a totally different time. Bali. Now that you see where you are at and what I am, tell me I have the power to give you life. You have the power to take life from others. But I won't. I can't. Not while the Stone Father looks down on me. Then you will die. Some more hours go by. Yaru and Sildren, you are given food and water. You are uh, each gain a wounded level. Who's getting the wounded level? Sorry. All four of you. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just keep uh, Piercy capped at that maximum. <laughs> uh, Piercy. Uh, actually. Lose three wounded levels from everyone, then gain one wounded level to all four of you. Because right. it's been several days. That would work. So I'm at two. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Just still. <laughs> uh, Piercy and Baldi, you guys have fatigue level two. Okay. As there is no reason to waste food or water upon you. Fly <laughs> now, complain later. The four of you have been compelled by your necklaces. Two of you on the slabs are brought by your slabs to a new room, a amphitheater, and your slabs float magically onto the top of the amphitheater with you bound. The other two of you, uh, Yaru and Sildren, are compelled just by your necklaces to walk and follow, and you go with it. Um, so it's much more comfortable. The four of you now stand uh, on this amphitheater and the shackles are released from the two of you off of the uh, slabs. So the four of you are standing there. Maybe one, of, some of you are sitting down. You're tired. You're beat. Coming in from the amphitheater are several of these uh, tall, orcish, reddish uh, worker guards that they have, including the uh, pale man. Uh, in the velvet robe, and then the uh, leader himself, Narcadia. They come in, walking down some of these stairs, and they stop and they say something uh, about you guys. You can't quite hear what. what. They also have some guests with them. 
you see there is a cloaked woman that several of you recognize, or I think at least Sildren recognizes, as Callianne Vero is there. And she leans in and says something to an Arcadian who laughs. Uh, you can't quite make out what that says when coming through the door stride a trio of uh, golden armored soldiers of the Honor Crin. These are some unpleasant folks you have tangled with in the past from another realm. They come striding in. Sildren is the only one who knows these as well? Uh, Probably. Yeah. Sildren knows. Yeah, and um, I don't know if Yaru does. I, not by like seeing them. I'm but yeah, you guys Sildren have heard. Yeah, yeah would have, we would have told stories in the oh yeah you, you guys know, have like a wiki the, page and you yeah. update it constantly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> keep everyone in the loop yeah. if you check our discord you can see pictures of what they might look like uh so they come in and children you recognize one as uh In- anire mm-hmm. a very man you have dealt with before mm-hmm. he strides in and says we had a deal Narcadian, you were going to have them killed. That's what we agreed, and they've been brought here, and yet they... And all of this was for the gnome, of which I do not see. (laughs) Narcadian says, I did as asked. And I would watch your tone here, Anire, but that's second calibrate, Anire. Of course. I would watch your tone here, second calibrate, Anire. For this is no longer your domain, this is mine. And I did what was asked, and if there is no gnome here, my rings are unerring, then that gnome is no more. And these are the remains of who you have sought. Then I I do not care about them. If they are here, they are not interfering. And he walks away. Callian Vero and Narcadian come walking closer and stand uh, before you guys and are just inspecting you guys all. Just kind of looking up and down, raising an eyebrow. Uh, Sildren's been very careful not to make any special note or that he knows Callian Vero in any way. So, okay. yeah, it's kind of keeping that to so himself. What's to be done of us now? What playthings have we become for you? And always just kind of drifting his eyes across different people. All right. Um, you are s- distant punched by the pale uh, torturer. I don't want to tell you how much damage. It doesn't really matter at this point. <laughs> but you've been distantly punched for speaking out. Callian Vero, upon seeing that, she stands up in her uh, um, gorgeous uh, cloak. Um, looking again, contrasting compared to you guys, all beaten up and bloody. Uh, and she looks over Piercy and just says, no, uh, no, 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 no. And comes over to you, Bali. And she comes in close and strokes your beard condescendingly. <laughs> Have you ever seen a dwarf before? We bite! <laughs> I can take a jump forward all right she takes her hand back startled i see you cherish <laughs> this beard quite a bit do you <laughs> oh you really like this beard <laughs> what would happen if you lost this beard would you be able to regrow it 
Why are you so concerned about my beard? I thought it was my life you were playing for. I... I sense perhaps a little bit of growth is in your future, she says, patting you on the cheek but not touching your beard this time. She learned. <laughs> she looks at Sildren, walks on by, looks at you, Yaru, shakes her head no, and goes back to you, Sildren, <clears throat> and says, um, I'd like to see this one more. Arcadian says, are you sure? Oh, yes, yes, this one. And will they fight again soon? They can. Then, then I would like to choose whom they fight. He says, I have just the thing in mind. There is a, a serpent that seems fitting that they have recently battled. No, 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 no. You... You had that magical machine that was quite difficult to bring here. I think that would be formidable. They showed quite some magic in their last battle. That would be quite frustrating uh, to end them. More than a match for them. He says, very well. Then I'll, I'll take this one. I would like to see him. He looks somewhat refreshed in my chambers for the evening. And she says, and I would recommend don't, 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 don't keep the water from them. Starve them. That lasts so much longer and they suffer so much more. You've got to figure this out. I don't need your help. And they start bickering and arguing about how to torment people. Three of you are taken away <laughs> to cell. Nice. You are taken back to the communal cell area. So you are in three individual cells. Uh, but they all are all completely open barred on three of your walls and they all look into a long corridor with about eight other cells mm -hmm. and there's one or two other <clears> people <throat> in some of these other cells so you can see each other. Sildren, you are, I'm just imagining all the many masculine fantasy movies where the pretty girl is all dressed up and perfumed up. That's what's happening to you in this particular situation. Okay. <laughs> You're throwing on a nice robe. Uh, some perfume is put upon you. Uh, you are a little bit of rouge. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm the girl in this? Yeah. <laughs> and then the channel scrambles. <laughs> is that an elbow? That's a shoulder? Let's watch this. <laughs> oh, the good old days. <laughs> and you are taken quite a ways away out of the arena into fresh air where you see there are three moons above which you have not seen ever before the air is warm outside you are taken uh, beyond the arena into a tall building you see a bunch of people going by again from all walks of life uh, in all sorts of strange colorful garb or roguish leather armor or nasty swords and then strange creatures like wizard, sorcerer, lizard folk, or uh, half giant um, who are just telling jokes and laughing with each other. It's a very odd uh, conglomeration of people. You're taken to this one structure and you are placed in a basket and it's a, ba I say basket, but it's like a half a cage, the bottom half of a cage that could fit about four or five or six people. 
and this attached to a cable and you go across this cable to a large building on the other side and you're crossing a chasm. So this isn't a normal two-sided chasm. Think of it like a five or six or seven pseudo star chasm, almost a circular chasm with some spokes coming off of it with all these buildings decorating the sides. It could fit hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. And you are going across uh, through the night sky uh, with the stars coming down again still slightly warm guards there with you but they really don't even need to be there you don't seem to have much uh, ability to not even try like oh I need to tie my shoe and you just can't mm-hmm. compel yourself to do that for yeah. some reason you arrive in this more luxurious area it smells nice in here there's food that's being cooked you are super hungry compared to the gruel they've, they've been serving um, you are with one of these uh, orc guys in a harness and then the pale man torturers there with you who says not much and he escorts you into some different apartments and uh, corridors until coming upon a door and then a carpeted hall uh, knocks upon the door and the door opens and in there is Callian Vero. She is wearing a nice dress, her hair down uh, it's the most non-threatening you've ever seen her look before and she says oh, perfect, just the perfect time um we need something, though, with this. And she points at the uh, necklace around your neck. And the pale man says, that is not uh, possible. She says, well, I have to have, I have to have him have some semblance of control. Is there something you can do? And he says, very well. And the weird pale guy starts to move his hands. And Sildren, you take just a few points of st- just this weird magical burning damage as the necklace moves off unclasped before you can do anything reclasps around your right arm and is now around your sh- your arm there and you feel ah cut it off <laughs> you feel um r- less restricted in your choices uh, you okay. still do not feel a connection to your natural magic though okay and she says is it safe and he says, yes, which is good. Then come in the morning. And he says, he will be needed in the morning. She says, very well. And uh, you come in, and she closes the door behind. And luxurious apartment, big canopy bed, huge rugs, cushions, chairs. There's some sort of magical loot playing off in the distance um, that smells of lilacs. And she uh, walks over to the bed and sits down and says, well, this is quite a mess we've gotten into, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Us more than you, it would seem. I somehow sometimes find my ways and I have these visions and I had a vision that I needed to be here and I had visions of you. Well, my visions aren't always clear. I was also seeing like someone small, like a hapling or something here, and I don't see any in your group. So Mm. it's not always perfect, but... (laughs) I was perhaps with others, but regardless, we are here now and I don't know where here is. Well, here is the Oubliette, as I'm sure you've heard. It is a realm between... Annoyingly so. It is the realm between (laughs) realms. Uh, It is been this backwater have you heard of australia Uh, (laughs) (laughs) is this back lost a bunch of australian fans (laughs) this is this backwater uh, realm that has been uh 
used as a prison in the past, as just a nomadic life uh, for some in the past, but in recent years has really grown in power due to this man. And my visions, as I have uh, had from time to time, have sensed this place being very important that you and your allies would be here uh, at very soon at this time. I have arrived just a few weeks ago and have been delaying, and thankfully you are here. Because things, as bad as they are here, are much, much worse in Varen. What has happened in Varen? Well, I'm sure you know perhaps even more than I, but what I can tell you right now is that the dead are flowing through uh, Dakarath, through the passes into Ivaron. They are now unhindered by Charis's forces. I assume since you are alive, the several visions I had of you particularly being frozen solid and devoured over time by Charice did not come true, and she is dead? Charice has been defeated. And I am yet still alive. Well, let's see if we can keep that that way. I would enjoy that. Here, um, I see you. I Just get some food. Go ahead. It's all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's okay. And Sodern does not delay. All right. <laughs> Uh, she continues on as though you are not all messed up and weird prisoners things. Mm -hmm. uh, the Council of Azimir, where I spend most of my time, is in utter disarray. I have never seen anything like it before. Everyone is uh, frantic. They're scared uh, or they're just withdrawn. Uh, it is a mess. It is a complete disorganization. Uh, I, I, I don't know what to do. I am risking my... my academic credentials there. I am risking being kicked out of the council itself because they did not even want me to come and deal with any of this. Huge votes against it. So much isolationism I've never seen before. Do you think there are external forces working against the council? I do. I think, but I don't. Because I have been wondering where the Wizards of Azimir have been while we've been going through Varen, battling what we have had to face. But it would be impossible for anything to affect them. Oh. And if it were to affect them, it would have to affect the whole world. And you haven't seen anything weird with people's behaviors, right? I have seen the whole world affected by many things recently. So I am not in the belief that anything is impossible like that. Well, I am here to get you out. That is the only reason I'm here. And the moment I can is the moment I've got to get back there. Uh, I have had visions of you getting away successfully. I've also had visions of you dying in the arena. That's lovely. <clears throat> what can you tell me about your situation or your allies to help? What assets do we have here? You saw our capabilities, I believe, in our first battle. We have resources. We have, I've obviously grown in my time uh, since we last met, uh, as have my allies. Um, you, we, what you saw is what we are capable of. But I've also seen four beaten men on that stage just now, just earlier today. Yes. They have done their job well. 
and I still can hear the fight in my allies' voices, in their tones, and I know they will be ready if there is opportunity. How's your finger? <laughs> What's wrong with her finger? Because Bali Boom tried to help. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. She says, well, let me rest tonight. You know that, right? Yes. Okay. We will rest tonight. <laughs> He's like, roll for deception. <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew, I knew. I knew. I was just, no, totally expected. He puts his robe back on. Like, Do a stealth roll. Yeah. <laughs> and let me see what dreams come my way, especially if uh, you and your allies are close in my thoughts. What do you think you what can you do here what can you free us from these binding necklaces no wow. and I can help yeah. I can help fight but there are many of them how did we how did they get us here they have something called the rings uh, and it is one of the great powers of this place. I do not know how it's come to be here, but allows them to seek out uh, uh, great battles, great uh, champions, great villains uh, who have done much to affect uh, other worlds, particularly when they battle once amongst each other, is what he touts, uh, Narcadian. Um, it takes them a while to figure it out. Not unlike some of my divinations, it's not uh, an accurate science. So sometimes it succeeds, sometimes it takes a while to kick in, and sometimes it doesn't bring the right people. But it did bring you. Indeed. And I had a feeling I would meet you here. You did. I did. Perhaps my visions are rubbing off. Maybe I'll steal. I mean, I wasn't going to say it. But, uh, <laughs> no. I need one little hanging fruit. <laughs> so, what is this thing that we are going to we're to fight on the morrow? Do you know what a golem is? I do. Do you know of the incredibly rare material, uh, adam adamantine? I have heard of it. Yes. It's extremely rare. It is extremely resistant to magic. And someone on some other world has created an entire being made out of it. Lovely. And they were able to bring it here. They've been waiting for a big showpiece. I've convinced him that I am an important person with lots of magic and lots of influence. I threw around a lot of platinum. He believes I can help him uh, in his endeavors, so he is trying to keep me entertained. You've also really upset the honor, Krim, which is extremely awkward to be next to, by the way. Well, the honor, Krim, are. I guess I don't know what to say about them. <laughs> we have not seen them in a long time. Is 
I think when last we met, we dealt with them. And have not seen them since. Well, they're certainly a threat, but... Obviously not given up their... Their quest. But Scorgenar is the greatest threat we, Varen, has ever seen. And my visions say you and your allies are the key to Scorgenar. We have gathered much information about him. We have learned much about him. And we were going to deal with him before our inconvenient trip here. Well, get some rest. She goes over to, she grabs a pillow from the bed and throws it on this nice cushy lounge love seat. She says, I'll sleep here on the couch. You definitely look like you could use the bed. Uh, get some rest and uh, don't disturb me tonight um, if you hear me say or mumble anything. Uh, and we'll see if our heads are more clear tomorrow. Very well. So then you get some rest. You also pat at your robe or your armor, remains of your armor you have. You still cannot uh, summon Shunka, sadly. Uh, which is unfortunate. He is caught within that pouch. He's got plenty of food and water. He's Don't dead worry. and bloated <laughs> by now. Should have left him with bleak. He's going to be smelly when he comes out oh, of there. Oh, no, come on. <laughs> That's all we need right now. It is the next morning. Did uh, Sildren hear um, anything from Kelly and Vareau overnight? Yes, you heard something about um, uh, see the old man, old man with no eyes, the old man with no eyes. Uh, he's he has he has uh, he's given an answer to, to the honor crin. Okay. It is morning time. There is a knock on the door and she wakes up. She says, uh, oh, that's not good. Hold on. I, Sildren, I, I, I oh, just wait. And she goes over to the door and um, starts removing some bits of clothing and then puts her robe on around that. Opens up the door. You can see a bald head on the cracked door. She says, oh, I'm not quite through with him yet. Uh, just give us a few minutes and I'll definitely take those. And she takes a platter and there's some protest as she closes the door. Um, Sildren, you have lost all uh, any kind of fatigue, which I don't think you had, and I you also uh, lose a wounded level. Lovely. Which leaves you at zero? Correct. Perfect. Um, I am healthy. Nice. She comes back and she says, uh, my mind was flooded with visions last night. There is a storm that is coming tonight, and I do not know how to get you back to Varen, and I'm so sorry. Things are not always clear but i know i know someone who does in what i saw i've had a vision of him helping you amidst a storm just like this one i've seen visions of you dying in the arena and visions of you using your magic um, so listen and listen closely for if we lose we lose everything Part one, 
There were stars. Find the five stars that I saw. There was a dream I had of five stars. You were able to grab them. You need to take four of the star stars. They're absolutely essential. With that done, get out of the bind on your arm. Uh, ask that bitey priest of yours for help, because it won't be pleasant. Then destroy the fifth star, and it must be destroyed with your magic, is what I saw you do. It shouldn't take much, but that should shake things up. Take the four stars, destroy the fifth star. There's a banging on the door again. Just a minute! Uh, and then, and then part two. And I don't know how you get from one to two, but after that, go as high, high as you can. Wait until the storm is at its peak. Uh, not before, definitely not after. And when the storm rages, make your way uh, to the clock tower right at the storm's peak. Uh, there's a man there, a chubby man. His name was called out Nesser. No, I have met him before. I visited him three years ago here and passed on a cryptic message I barely remember. He will be expecting you then. He can provide you with a map to find the way out. There's another bang on the door. That's all there is to it. Just that simple. Should be no problem at all. <clears throat> I will see you again. Or won't. She, uh, <laughs> she says, uh, I wish you and everyone the best of luck. Be safe, Galleon bro. And uh, may Keth smile down upon you. The door, she opens up and she says, Ah, oh, yes, we are through here. She's fixing his hair. <laughs> Different, unusual, uh, still disappointing, but uh, what can you expect here in the Oubliette? Um, oh, that's only ever happened one other time. <laughs> it's the necklace, baby. <laughs> you said something about 10 gold. <laughs> and you are escorted out. The pale guy looking at you, looking at her, and she just smiles at him and closes the door. You are taken out, Sildren, and taken all the way back across the chasms, down into the arena, down through the arena, down into the lower areas, and into the communal cell area with your allies. You are locked in your own cell, but you can all see and talk to each other as you wish. And it's just us here, right? Uh, there's like one other dude in the cell who's crying. Okay. Stop crying. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm homesick, you whiner. We have one small chance of success to escape this place. We will be fighting an adamantian golem today, which is very resistant to magic. So hopefully that will help the knowledge. But Callian Varro had a vision. You spoke with her? Yes. And he did more than that? No. No. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> Right, Beersy? <laughs> You're both sick. But we have to find, her vision told her that we have to find the five stars 
You have to grab four of them, and then I have to destroy the fifth with magic grab of some sort. Grab the stars? Yes, I don't know exactly what that means, and nor does Callian Varro. This is why I never went in with divination. There's no direct path. Why can't That's it just say do step one, then do step two? It's an interesting comment coming from a priest who bases all of his magic on faith. On faith? Mm. The divine, not divination. Oh. <laughs> You're one of those people. Yeah. I think we're arguing semantics. At some I studied time. music theory. I didn't study music. <laughs> <laughs> so grumpy without food. Mm. Oh, boy. Stars, oh. yes, crutch stars. Yes, and then there will be a storm that we have to rise above and a clock tower with a chubby man that will Why are you looking us. at me <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoes fit <clears throat> he has lost three pounds since we've been here <laughs> <laughs> jenny cranking up in here <laughs> counting cards <laughs> called the starvation diet we are meant to get above the storm indeed i could I suppose I can do that if I have my, if the source provides me with my power again. I believe we will have it in the arena, but I'm not sure beyond that. With the absence of being able to use magic, am I still able to prepare? Yes. I can. Okay. And I assume the, my necklace, my thing is still on my arm now, right? It is. And uh, all of you on this new day are full hit points, full resources. All of us? And one wound level lost. Oh, okay. What about fatigue? One fatigue level lost. No, one fatigue. That's kind of a cool idea. Do you think they could do that for me? I imagine that that's not being seen <laughs> yet, right? <laughs> uh, no, that is not being seen because uh, you guys didn't even see when it was around your neck. It was underneath your clothes right. at that you time. So they just assume that's where it's at for you. Gotcha. Okay. So you have been given more questions than answers. As is often the fact with... I suppose there's not much to do but wait for the war. I've got studying to do. I put my books away. I'm going to do this from memory. So everyone be quiet while I'm going to do what I have to do. And Balak goes find a corner. Okay. And begin his prep. By changing his spells. And done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the day wears on. As far as you know, there's no light. There's no windows. You sit there for what seems an eternity. Some gruel and some bad water is brought for the group. Uh, no. Some gruel and bad water is brought to Bali and Piercy. Uh, some dry chicken and wine is brought to Sildren and Yaru. Oh. Why? Why do they treat me this way? Because you submitted, as did I. No, I didn't. <laughs> I must have been foggy in my memory. <laughs> uh, also, a hero point for Sildren and a hero point for Yaru. Not for submitting, but just for role-playing stuff. Uh, Sweet. Nice. Out. 
uh, okay. And it, the day goes on and it is, uh, you can hear after many hours and empty plates, uh, you can hear drumming from above, heavy drum banging. And pounding and pounding. You hear a guy uh, a couple cells over, some strange, tall, goblinish type creature just going, No, not again! And the pounding of drums. You can also. Sildren, with your high nature, can smell rain in the air, even way down here. The storm is coming. The drums continue to pound. And as that happens, meanwhile in Varen, nothing happens. Back at the <laughs> Oubliette. That's harsh. Back in the Oubliette. The four of you have now been brought uh, into a long corridor and are in that procession where you are being slowly moved by magic on your slabs, except only Piercy and Bali are uh, shackled to your slabs. Yaru and Sildren are being compelled uh, to do so. Actually, not true. Sildren, you are not compelled to do jack squat. Okay. I am acting compelled. Okay, though. I just just realized that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. Basically, I'm I probably just like the smallest half a second behind okay. everybody else's movement. So I'm watching nobody it. knows his collar is now an armband. Yes. Uh, but still no matter. And as we're walking, um, I get kind of close to Piercy and say something very quietly to him. There may be something I ask you to do that seems uncharacteristic later. Just don't ask and do it. Bring your best lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget the Vaseline. <laughs> He pops it out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the slabs split off into side corridors. You guys are walking towards your corridor. Sildren makes like a 50-50 guess. I think I went left. And it's correct. <laughs> uh, Glad you didn't make me roll for that. <laughs> and then there's the shaft above you. And you are all lifted. Even those, even those with you with necklaces uh, only. You are still lifted up, 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 up. Uh, into the pounding drum sounds above. Doom, 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 doom. You can hear the crowd cheer as the... Uh, uh, the floor of the arena, a little panel slides through, sand spills down, and then rain spills down. And you can smell that great desert rain smell uh, permeating through as you are lifted up and up into the loud drums and the loud cheers. The place is wet. Rain is pouring down hard. Just as you come up through the arena, there's a big crack of thunder off in the distance cinematically. Uh, the crowd cheers even more. You not necessarily for you, just for the carnage to come. You are arranged in a slightly different formation, as I will show you on the battle map that we have. Mm -hmm. Seth, be quiet. And <laughs> there we go. So, um, Soldier's planning on casting haste as soon as. Um... This is cool. 
on the group. It showed up on Polique in the middle of nowhere, yeah. and he has to zoom out. Oh, man. If it has text, you are not here. <laughs> what was that, Sildren? Uh, Sildren will be casting haste as quickly, uh, basically as soon as he can, that it makes sense. Um, You're going to cast haste with haste? Yes. Yes. Um, um, well, it's going to be on the group before we break up, basically. So I'm I'm sort of preparing it now. Okay. Um, you do not sense any capability of being able to cast magic. Okay. You rise up. There are two of you on the southern section of this arena. That is Sildren and Yaru at about, I don't know, 40, 50 feet apart. And then 40, 50 feet across you are the other two. And that is Bali and uh, Piercy. And the crowd's cheering and cheering. And you look off to the left and high above is uh, Callian Vero, um, just hiding from the rain under her cloak as the rain's coming down hard. There are also uh, the three Honorkrin soldiers in their armor watching the proceedings, uh, not as interested, it seems. And then out comes Narcadian, the leader, with his big robe, hair matted, but still striking quite the figure on top. His voice just carrying uh, magically across the entire arena and cutting through the cheers. And he says, welcome everyone, welcome. We are here again with these champions I have learned come from a world named Varen. Some are fighting tooth and nail to their old lives. Others have seen what the oubliette is and what I can offer and what power we can give them and the strength we can bring against any realm that stands against us. There's more cheers from them. But let us not get ahead of ourselves. For tonight we have something special. We have these champions of Varen going up against a new enemy we have not seen before. And he points down between Sildren and Yaru. A large panel opens up and a creature of a shiny gray material, um, uh, adamantine comes slowly rising up. It is a large beast for its head section, um, where its head would be is just an openish hole with huge burning ember flames in there. There's a just an eternally ever going forge inside. Uh, it has this hollow mechanical, almost moaning groan as it kind of cr cranks left and cranks right. A big muscular looking uh, uh, armature uh, looks incredibly reinforced. It's, it just sparkles like there's a little bit of uh, glitter just underneath its stone layer as well. Um, and big giant fists. It looks quite imposing. And he says, Narcadian coming from above, what we have here is a golem from far away that will be our champion of the Oubliette alongside Sildren. And he points down to Sildren and Yaru, who will prove their worth against the defiers of Varen, the dwarf and the rat. And the crowd boos at those last two names. It is three versus two. The drums pound and pound and pound excitedly. 
we shall see what triumphs the strength of us or the dying heroism of another land. Let the battle begin! He cheers and the drums pound and everyone feels themselves uh, released from having no control whatsoever. And uh, weapons are at your side. We're along with you uh, as well. So you're fully weaponized. You pick up your stuff. The machine looks left and right, the, uh, the adamantine golem. And then it's ready. To, it recognizes the two of you, Sildren, uh, and Yaru as allies, and is going to start chomping, uh, stomping across. So uh, we have a battle here, my friends. After you, big ugly machine. <laughs> no, 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 no. We need to go first. <laughs> <laughs> Don't run that fast. <laughs> All right, we have rolled it. First up is Master Yaru. Sildren. <laughs> Bring it, bitch. I'm working on it. <laughs> 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 I'll spit my drink out. I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting a long time. <laughs> I was just walking around with the war. <laughs> Heal this, Sildren. <laughs> Yaru uh, instinctively here is going to look around the stadium, try to place the key uh, players, you know, Callan Narcadian, etc. Um, then he will dash over to Bali with his first action. Um, I will use my second action to speak to him. And I will say, Bali, prepare your hammer. In that spell to make me invisible. My second action, I would like to recall, or that would be my second action. So third action, I would like to recall knowledge on the uh, adamantine golem. That may be one of the coolest tactical things you've ever done. That yeah, is that a good idea. Loaded with interesting things. I'm sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure of it. Uh, all right, uh, make an occult roll and then okay. a perception roll. And these are not necessarily okay. easy though. I, for what it matters, I do have warfare lore. Would that help me at all? Not in no? this case. Okay. No worries. It's the same as my occult, so that's no problem. You said occult and then perception. And then perception, okay. please. Okay, that is sixteen Ooh. plus my eighteen, so that's uh, what is that? Forty-two. Thirty-four. Oh, you know nothing about this creature. Okay, nothing about that. My perception, which might tell you something about it, as is seventeen and twenty-three, uh, forty. Oh, I was for some reason I was expecting the reverse. I was expecting the occult roll, now the perception roll. All right. Uh, you know nothing at all about this creature except it has five different slightly starish like gems embedded into its back. Okay, so as I, instead of going straight dash across, I kind of go behind it to Sildren and then to Bali. So I can actually see that sure. uh, in the position I'm at. Um, that's all my actions. Um, but I will point to the stars on my way uh, to Sildren. Um, I'll point out the stars before I said that to Bali. Okay. All right. And that's my turn. Um, but I have like a fist like raised, ready to go at. So you're right next to Bali now. Bali, yes. All right. Seth, can you move him next to Bali? 
Can you do something to yeah, it? Yeah, really? Can you contribute in any way? <laughs> Sorry, you interrupted Manette. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do have a question as a spectator in the crowd. I yes. realize my character is nowhere near. But last week, we uh, part of this arena got destroyed. Is it still destroyed? Yeah, that would be the southeast pillar. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just want to. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, also, it's this is open air, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Amphitheater. Coliseum. Yeah. All okay. right. It is the golem's turn. The golem has a, I think, a pretty average move speed. Yep, of thirty, and it pounds across the the arena towards Piercy. Right after you say "after you," this giant boom, boom, boom creature okay. comes stomping right towards you. I don't even think it needs to get that close, honestly. Um, oh yeah, it can actually save an action. <laughs> Um, uh, it is going to back up and then do a double walloping punch upon you, Piercy. Okay. Um, all right. It strikes with this big, nasty-looking fist, and I need my numbers here. It is a 45 to hit. Uh-huh. And That's then, not a critical. And then a 49 to hit. That is a critical. Oh. Boom. First Ooh. shots. Its second attack was the critical? Yeah. Damn. Um, oh. Actually, <laughs> they were both criticals because I'm fatigued. 235 points of damage from first shot. I'm just guessing. I'm just randomly mapping out Animan's 10 golems. <clears throat> also trying to base that on Tom's voice mm-hmm. uh okay <laughs> <laughs> i've just never seen this before uh piercy you are hit with two critical so let's just deal with the raw damage first then we'll deal with the implications after that okay just comes right up i don't know what do you say as this giant thing comes boom 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 of water <laughs> it hits you for 86 points of bludgeoning okay and then 96 points of bludgeoning. Okay. Oh my God. So 182. 182 points. Whew. Are you still standing? So I have 49 points left. Ooh, wow. Thanks to that level up. Xander <laughs> would not be standing. That <laughs> would be the end. And with the even just the first strike right off the bat, you hear a tr- terrible crack as your armor is broken. No. Oh. So what that what? means is. How do you break leather? It's broken. <laughs> it's ripped. It's not. <laughs> um, it cannot be used for any special functions that it has. So if it had any uh, triggering abilities or anything like that, that doesn't happen. And then it loses one of its armor class bonuses. So you lose one armor class bonus. So your armor class goes down by one. Okay. And that's permanent until you get it repaired. Does does my is it my buckler okay or just my armor? Just your armor is okay. Um, all right, that is it for its turn. And next up is uh, Bali. The good guys. Good guys side. <laughs> I hope you know what you're doing. Do I ever? <laughs> Bali takes a swing at Yaru. Critical. Come on, critical. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that's a, that's a fail. What's the number? Oh, yeah, oh we're getting serious at that point, huh? Yep. Uh, 
with my awesome ability to smack you, it would be a 24. Can I choose to take that? Describe how describe how he takes you down. <laughs> <laughs> with the most, it's got to be the clumsiest swing he's ever had of his hammer. One of those, like he's picking it up and it makes him do a full 360 <laughs> to get the momentum to actually hit me. And it knocks me back a couple feet and knocks me down. And not, the crowd gasps, just caught off by the unheroic nature of this takedown. Can I take a step to the left? Okay, yeah. he's missing. Okay. <laughs> You're holding the war. <laughs> like Donkey Kong? Yeah. Uh, what else, Bali? Whack a cat. Uh, then I uh, will proceed to. Uh, I have to use this as a reaction. That's the that, problem. That's the problem. Oh, you don't have to do it immediately if that's yeah. the thing. You can just hit me and I don't get knocked down. No, no, there's a trigger. The trigger is you have to go to zero hit points. Oh, I see. Well, you have to but I can't, like, take make a hit. It. Yeah, I can't. Is it just take a hit? It's take a oh, hit. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. Uh, he, then you hit him. He, you hit him. Okay. Yeah. And it has to be, like, is it, it has to be believable or something? Well, is that part of it? Or? If the enemy. Yeah. Believes or thinks it's suspicious, I get a perception check. Gotcha. So right now I'm going, Oh, I killed him! Hooray! Yeah, you don't have to do it on the first round. We can go back and forth tete a tete for a second if you want to. That's a little bit. Maybe I'm I'm not. It's more believable, but it's your spell. I don't think three rounds is in my future. (laughs) 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 That's what I'm saying. Yeah, go ahead. Plan to the crowd. Um, uh, So the spell goes off, and I have murdered heroically. The cat, as, as it should be. Uh, and you are standing next to your illusory corpse, uh, completely invisible and able to move and take heroic actions as needed. Okay. That was action one, and I have two actions left. How far is Kiersey from me? If the golem made it that far, and that was 30, he's got to be close. 40. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sweet lord. I'm setting these up through the week. He's over a base him right. Yeah, just out. One more square. <laughs> One more square. I need to move uh, to the north and uh, east a little bit. So I'm not going directly to him. Yeah, how far? Uh, I've only got one action worth of movement. So put me. Five feet. Yeah, at that direction, but I need to be within 30. Sildren, you're up. Um, uh, and then shield is my last okay. action. Sildren will head towards the golem. Um and try to jump up on his back if okay. he can. Uh, you can successfully grapple your ally, and you are on its back currently, but you are unable to restrain it. But you are on its back. Woo! Forty feet away, by the way. Okay, that's, that's two actions. Yeah. Um, and Did I'm you just woohoo like you're riding a uh-huh. <laughs> Um, and. These stars. Talk to me about these stars. Yes, they are sparkling, Ooh, sparkly. Uh, sparkling stones that are um, you haven't seen before. Between a shiny crystalish gem and a uh, more classic, uh, uh, what am I thinking? Of? There's like a green, I don't know, some sort of turquoise southwestern style gem, but slightly sparkly. And there are five of them in a line. Uh, on the back of it, and the kind of where a seam is at. Okay. Um, can I pry one out? You can try. How do you want to pry one out? Um, with my sword. Okay. 
You are mm, trying to manipulate things around with your sword. <laughs> uh, make a athletics roll. Um, dun, 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 dun. Uh, 34. With a 34, you get one out nice. with your sword and it pries out and you have it in your hand. You're barely hanging on with your legs. Your sword's barely getting in there. But then the uh, golem stops. And its head pivots around 180 degrees. I'm trying to avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> Just grab the back of its head and ride it around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a Benny Hill show up in yeah. here. Speaking of which, Piercy, it's your turn. <laughs> I don't think I have to point this out. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, Piercy has. Do. Piercy does have panache. Got things to do. So with uh, with his first action, he's going to run past um, Bali 55 in that direction, 55 feet. They should still be, well, or whatever he's going to take to keep him within 25. <laughs> so, <laughs> so whatever, whatever, however far he needs to I'm not going to put you 55 feet away because you, I think yeah. you'd be out of range. Perfect, right there. Okay. Second action is he's going to a yell at the golem <laughs> from that far away. Hey, stupid, stupid head! I see the stars not just round my head, but on you. Take your hit on him, made him a little I'm retarded. Coming <laughs> for you. <laughs> Uh, so he's going to do, uh, <laughs> and when he has panache, anything he does that would normally give him panache, he gets a plus one to, I think, or right. maybe that's out of combat. And you're, you're bond mowing him right now? I'm bond mowing him. All right. Your action fails. Okay. Um, it, it is a machine. It's, it's a, it's a construct. <laughs> I mean, Piercy's a good old dazed at the moment. Just... I insult the gazebo. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you standing in the middle of nowhere for no reason. And with this third action, he... Come do it again. <laughs> <laughs> this time. With this third action... I blow Java into the machine. And we'll win. He's going to pull out his balloon bag and read the instructions. Okay. <laughs> And what do they say? It's, they're in another language. You're just screwed. <laughs> the balloon bag. An animatronic gene from Jurassic Park applied. Dinosaurs! <laughs> <laughs> um, millions and millions of particles. Uh, it is just a picture of a gnome that is, it's like an airplane thing, a picture of a gnome pulling a strap. The next picture is something balloonish off of his back, and then a grinning gnome rising up. Okay, and that's it. No no detail, no specs. No. There's no flight manual. <laughs> well, he, he puts I it on. Informational. Okay. So that's his three actions. Okay. It is Master Yaru's turn, the bad side. What do you got going on? Hey. Um... <laughs> Don't forget I, that hero point, too. Yeah. Um, and you are dead, but not dead. I'm, I'm dead, but You're not invisible. dead. You're invisible. Invisible. Yaru is going to redash back to the back of the adamantine golem. All right. You see Sildren's currently on the front. Yes. But you uh, are going to the back. Uh, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, I'm just going to go to it to talk to Sildren. 
Um, hey, what's up? <laughs> How you doing? Uh, and I'm just going to say to You're Sildren, with my second action, I'm going to say, uh, remember to destroy the fifth one. Take four of them. Thank you. You're welcome. But I'm also, uh, I don't know if this requires a, a this recall. This is Yaru, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if this requires a recall knowledge. I want to look at them and try to decipher which one is more or less the obvious one not to destroy, or if it's the that center the one, one or... Uh, make an occult roll. That is a uh, 30 in total. No idea. Um, no idea. Not, talking to soldier, do not take an action. You still have one action left. Okay. Um, seeing Piercy put on the backpack kind of takes away what I was going to do. So I will instead move in front of Bali, just providing a little bit of invisible cover um, Actually, can I tell him to stay here? Because I want to try something. Sure, yeah. Um, Say it. What do you want me to do? <laughs> stay here. I want to try and destroy your gem, your necklace. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I will instead then try to pull one of these myself with my last action if I can. Uh, you got to get onto it, so that'll take an action. Okay, I'll do that for my action. All right, it is the adamantine golem's turn. It is very confused why its two allies are... It doesn't... No, it doesn't no, know. It, no, that's it what's happening. Just one, just no Sildren is. He got a better grip is yes. what happened. And it's, I'm pointing it. Go, get him! Get him! Oh, don't, don't get him. him. What are you doing? Yeah, he's giving you cover, Sildren. That's what's happening. Make a deception roll, please. I'm gonna use a hero point. That's got I rolled a three at least, but yes. Um, and instead for deception, <laughs> thirteen. Thirteen. Not my strength. The creature then gets jittery, 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 and blasts out superheated steam all around it. Ooh. I need Sildren and Yaru to make reflex saves, please. Oh, okay. Oh, that's that's really good. Uh, 42. You can see that roll. Uh, 27 <laughs> six sided dice that just got rolled. Just fit, it was 15 d6. Come uh, on. A 45 for Yaru. Any success is critical. Yaru, you are totally fine. You get onto the one super cooled spot on the back of the yeah. creature and you're fine. So 42. 42? Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's success. Sildren, you take only 25 points of fire damage. Jeremy, okay. can you roll a d6 and roll low for me, please? Four. Oh, it's very cold golem for a while. Yeah. Uh, the golem is not done. It then is going to just start punching itself where it believes Sildren to be. I'm going to give it a penalty because it can't quite get perfect vision of where you're at, Sildren. Its biceps are too big. To... <laughs> uh, I'm giving it a minus two as it punches twice at you. Oh, that was going to be so good for you, Sildren. Instead, it's a 48. Oh, Critical. Geez. And then a 39. Hit. Sildren has been hit for smaller number of 29 points of damage, and the critical was 80, so 109 points of bludgeoning cool. damage. Wow. <laughs> Hang on, Sildren! Just gooing Sildren. I'm going to need some help. <laughs> Stay. Okay. Uh, done. Bali, you're up north about 40 feet. From the golem. Well, now I got more people to take care of. Eh, I mean, crap. They're not really. A, he's not really on your team. 
episode uh, title is going to be Yaru and Sildren Become the Baddies. <laughs> <laughs> Are we the baddies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am it's going to be called an inconvenient baby. truth. Because yes, we are. <laughs> I am unmoving and release into Piercy some big healing. Thank you. So this number is wrong. It's actually increased by five. And the new number is. Well, that's big. Well, that's that's uh, yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah. Uh, one oh two. One oh two. That's good healing. Wow. One oh two. That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> Any other action? <laughs> Otherwise, soldier and go. That is the extent of my actions because one is currently being used to sustain. Shield. All right, soldier. No. Um, Sildren will attempt to remove the gem necklace from um, Master Yaru. Okay. With his sword. Uh, it does not move in any way and come off in any way. Okay. And the, but there's nothing preventing me from doing it. Anything like that. It's it's. It it like you can't even get your sword on. It's like it's a part of him. Just like yours on your arm. What what part of him is it? The chest, neck area. What if we cut underneath that? Uh, you can try. <laughs> um. All right. Soldier's gonna pluck out the second. Um. The he plucked out the one on the far left. Now right. he's gonna pluck out the one on the far right. All right. And then, do I need to make an athletics check? Nope. You're good there. You now have two. And wow. then Soldier is going to leap off of the adamantite got him and travel. Uh, 35 feet to the south and west. Okay. So you you, uh, you now have two stars in your hand. You leap off and are running away to the southwest. Piercy, you A are... A little more west than south, Seth. Thank Piercy, you. you're up. Um, yeah. Piercy whispers to Sildren... He's your far away. No, he's not. Not with Messenger. Oh. Uh, what, what is it they want me to do? Don't worry about that yet. <laughs> Waste one action, please. <laughs> Don't pull the rope. Um, try and get those stars out of it. Two more of them. Okay. Here, here we go. And um, Piercy uses the other two actions to run and attempt to. Swashbuckle up to the top of the golem. Make an acrobatics roll. Do I use that? Yeah, I, I might as well. 39. 39 is a success, and you leap upon the, nice. uh, the golem, and uh, if you attempt to gain a star, you will have a bonus. Ow! Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. That's all. So three. squishy and warm. <laughs> uh, Yaru, you are invisible with uh, Piercy on next to you, and your Piercy could be like in the same space because he does have overcrowd. Yeah, the two of you are koaling this. Um, <laughs> that's adorable. Okay, um, Yaru. Gosh, I will spend my first action to get the third uh, gem. Um, if. Sildren took the furthest on the left. I'll take the second. 
All right, you need to make a athletics roll, please. Uh, 36. 36 is... Square. Yes, that's good. Where does you go? Uh, I will take that one that I have and I'll shove it into Piercy's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what does Piercy say when that happens? <laughs> <laughs> and mind you, you don't even see him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just see a floating little orb. <laughs> <a gem. laughs> um, second, or I guess uh, third action, um, I will... I'll stay on, and I'll try to remove my own uh, uh, necklace. All right. It does not budge in any way and seems to be a part of you. Okay. I remain on the golem. Okay. Um, next up is the golem itself, and it will take this opportunity uh, to not vent steam, unfortunately. Yeah. It will smash away at the cat, Yaru. It has to find me first. Damn it. Yeah, it's going to do it. It's going to do it. What's All the right. Role Mechanically, do you how do you find? I did by with our house rule. It's a thirteen or higher flat roll to even succeed. Ooh. Yeah, it's okay. brutal. And then it has to roll to hit. Yeah. I'm rolling my hits. I think it's going to be a critical, a hit, and a hit. But now I'm going to roll those three twenties. Here we go. <laughs> nope, nope, and yes. Oh, the critical and the first and the second hit miss. So I have a forty-three to hit you only. Uh, yep, that does. All right, so it slams with a huge blow, but you're not there. Slams with another blow, you're not there. The third one does uh, connect with is you. Is it causing itself damage? Um, it is, but it's slowly repairing that automatically. Mm, lovely. 40, four zero points of damage to you. Uh, that turned out pretty well, Invisible Boy. Yeah. Uh, Bali, you are to the north, about 30 feet from the golem. You see your friends are grabbing things, jumping off of the thing. Yes. Stuffing things and other things' mouths. <laughs> Don't know what's going on. I'm just watching him used. Uh, I'm here. I need a ranged to range to Sildren and then range to Pearson. 65 to Sildren and 30 to Pearson. And then. This number is right. Jeremy, can you track how many rounds I have left? Yep. Of my steam. What you gonna do there, sir? He's calculating a massive deal. <laughs> He's gonna give us. No, you're too far out, unfortunately. I don't have enough actions. <coughs> Jersey. Oh man, you want something Gotta make a decision. I know. The creature is within 30, though. We'll give it a shot. Command. Okay. It's a mental effect. I All don't right. know if it works against machines, but I'm giving it a shot. Uh, two action spell to cast, and no, it's a save it has to make, right? Save it has to make. All right, it, it passes. Is it is resistant to it any effect to its mind. Just checking. Just checking. Okay, there only creatures piloting this thing you know Sildren you are 35 <laughs> feet or so away from the creature to the west uh Sildren will open up his one side of his cloak and Shunka comes out <laughs> yeah <laughs> drink some water boy um <laughs> you ever seen a cat powder that comes out of a dryer after it's been locked in there for like three days accidentally? Uh, no, oh, okay. I have not. I have. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. Where's the mute? 
Was it? That wasn't mute. What was it? I wasn't born mark, with mark, it. Mark, mark button. Oh, God. How can you lose a cat for three no, days? No, moving on, moving on. <laughs> Chris has been traumatized. Technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> um, my God, I can't. Uh, okay. Um, Shunka, out. Yeah, Shunka leaps out, um, and Sildren will cast haste upon himself. He's going to pinch time, which is his uh, self-haste, uh, and then travel north 35 feet. Shunka following. Just moving north. Yep. Okay, done. Piercy. Piercy um, is going to... Use his first action to try and get a, a star out. Athletics plus two, please. So there's three out now, correct? Correct. Athletics plus two. And is that with my bonus? Yes. <clears throat> hmm. I want to re-roll that. That was a two. That's a good call. Can't get worse than a two. Can't at all. That's true. So using one hero point, re-rolling. Athletics plus two. That's a 19. So that's uh, 41. All right. And which stone do you want to get? Stone... 40, 42, sorry. Which stone do you want to get? Stone three or stone four? Four. Four. Okay. You pop out the uh, star jewel number four and have it in your grubby little hands. Not in your grubby little hands. It is in your mouth. What else would you like to do? Um, from there, he wants to start uh, just... Trying to stab at it with his short sword. Okay. So, stab at what? The the golem. It was an object to be destroyed and all that. Kind of ah, stuff. yes, not the star. Ah. Golem. Yeah, good luck. Uh, first one's a critical, because I rolled a nineteen and I have keen. What nice. is that number? It's a critical. So that'd be forty-seven. You get a critical on the creature. <laughs> First nice. official blow on it. Nice. Um, so we're going to roll some things here. Right in the center star. <laughs> wow. That's a decent roll. Uh, <laughs> I love the surprise in your voice. What? 33. 33. Um, nine of that is fire. Uh, okay. If that matters. Um, and I have one more. One more. Hold action. on. The other bits are piercing or slashing? Piercing. Okay. 33, 9 fire. Mm -hmm. You think you barely nicked this creature. Okay. With all of that incredible mm -hmm. blow. Okay. Wow. Um, second action is to uh, stab at again, at again with a finisher. I've got it. <laughs> oh, yeah, Hold on, let me decide which. Let me see which one I want to use. Gonna, it's going to matter a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yep, rolling again. Which one? Which finisher? Uh, targeting finisher. Okay. Uh, that's a miss. It was a uh, 27. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, total miss, and is that it for you? That's it for you. And I lost my panache. Yaru. Um, <clears throat> also clinging to the beast. There is still one more, or 
two more technically of these stars? No, there is one star gem in the middle, slot three. Has He's to be destroyed two. by, by my magic. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Children's just yelling randomly. Yeah, right. <laughs> my I magic, will, my magic. I will do. I have to do it. <laughs> I'll do two things. I will. I need some healing. <laughs> run over to Sildren. I will drop. You close your distance to me if you want to eat me. Yeah, I will drop I the uh, star into Sildren's hand. Okay. Um, the star that I had, and then I will use my drop as a free action, right? Yep. I will use my second action to run over to Bali. Do you have a a touch here just start or just or? just start touching them you never know yeah just go pet them it's, um no, it's not active it's no not that's fine no someone, uh, someone will feel good no i was just wondering um but i will go up to bali still invisible and i will ask bali is there anything you can do to get rid of these collars yeah, I, I'm focused more on trying to keep you all alive. Look out! And Yara will just say, The witch mentioned you could do this. I could do what? She, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Look out! <laughs> <laughs> it is the golem's turn. I have one more action. Oh, go ahead, because it's about to cream. Uh, wind <laughs> jump. My uh, The wind uh, starts to flow around me. I've activated my flight ability, but I'm not flying. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, you are able to activate that power. Uh, you sense your uh, your necklace is just trying to possibly make sure your power isn't too much, but it lets that power kick in. Okay. Uh, the golem is going. It's attacking Piercy, who is still riding it. Uh, and it is going to... It cannot vent yet, I believe. No, it can't. It is going to do... Oh, can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. You don't have any magic on you. It is going to do a triple smack. Natural 20. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Second blow is a 40. That hits. Third blow, 35. That, because of fatigue and, and because of armor. the broken armor, hits. Oh, God. Piercy, you've been hit three times, two regulars, and a critical. Okay. You have been hit for, oh, 41 points of bludgeoning damage. 36 points of bludgeoning damage. That's bad. And 90, 90 points of bludgeoning okay, damage. Okay, Piercy's unconscious. Actually, Row! the entire stadium, <laughs> the entire stadium goes silent as Piercy rises back up to his feet and the counter wall has just been activated. What does that What's mean? That? Any ally within 30 feet can be brought back, remaining at one hit point. Your ally's wounded condition increases by one as though they had been dying and recovered. Oh, no, that's no big deal. I'm used to that. It's <laughs> <laughs> just called the oubliettes. <laughs> so what's your wounded level at? Two. Two, so it's two now. So you take the wounded penalty, but you are still conscious. With how many hit points then? One? One hit one. point. One. That's enough. You have healer's gloves. Don't forget that. I know. <laughs> um, so you have Bali who's been trying to call you over to be within 30 feet. Yeah. Just don't fire me. Bali, what are you doing? You're uh, right next to Yaru. Oh, hold on. I am within 30 feet of piercing. He takes some burnt, some persistent fire damage. The, who does? You've the, the, uh, the golem? Yeah. No, it does not. Damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Gotta be closer. Um, I'm not gonna have to move and shorten the distance then. And that's what I'll do. Uh, the cat Yaru appears. 
<laughs> uh, and then I move a little bit closer, enough to bring me into range with Sildren, Piercy. Uh, a little bit closer. Not, not that far along. Just yeah, enough yeah. to be within range. You're good. I'll just cool. Uh, Piercy. Yeah, not Piercy. Volley uh, casts. And as he does so, the... You said it was open air, right? Yes. It starts to become dark. Night. There is also rain and wind right now. Uh, that yeah, subtly slows. It no longer becomes really an issue. Uh, familiar scents, places we've been, start to wash in. Scents from home and campfires start to roll through the place. I have cast a moment of renewal. And that lets us recover for a full day in an instant. Wow. Don't think that's going to work as you want. I don't think so. Targets regain hit points to recover from conditions. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. I'm sorry. I thought this was a ritual that would take a long time to cast. I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Yes. Target of six creatures. Range of touch. With uh, reach and... But you moved. Oh, did I move? Oh, then that's going to have to... Then I'll have to wait for that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we'll keep the... Scene. Put that in your pocket. Yeah, put that in the pocket. Keep the keep the uh, memory I, alive there. Can you cast that regenerate on me? I'm going to need some. Real soon. <laughs> Real you're going, soon. You're going to want regenerate? I'm going to, Yes. I'm a little curious about what the crowd's doing <laughs> with the uh, the two champions. Uh, yeah. The yeah. Them. You're going to have nuts. to be right up on me for regenerate. Okay. They're all yours. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, what, what the crowd is doing? You are the crowd. Oh, wow. All right. So uh, the, the crowd starts up erupting, as I'm imagining, when the whole thing starts. And uh, then this, like, whole third of the Coliseum seems to have this like confused silence when Sildren jumps up on top of the golem and starts plucking away at the different stars on there. When Yarda went down, everyone exploded all over the place again. There was a, there was a huge rage. And then the golem is confused on its fight, and then no one's fighting each other at all. Now everything just starts turning into chaos and anger this is bullshit and you're hearing some some screaming and yelling someone throws a tomato the other one throws a soda <laughs> like onto the onto the stadium as there's these boos and screams as no one's getting hit right up until piercy gets knocked nearly unconscious everyone goes back up again and then yarno makes them all quiet all right while all that's going on uh nice uh bali casts upon yaru uh sanctuary this has the. This requires the golem to make move To continue to make to attacks on it. To make attacks. Right. And actually, since you didn't have to move then, and you didn't do that, where I'm assuming you were able to maintain your um, spell on Yaru, that he's invisible still. Is that correct? I did that with the move in mind to get you all closer. Right. So that would be my third action. Oh, okay. All right, so you're, you're still invisible. Still invisible. Oh, still um, but keep in mind, if you want this healing that has to happen, you have to be a lot closer to me when my turn Yeah, counts. we're all going to have to be... We all need to be very close very soon. Um, Something's ruined. Shunka, being very angry at having been um, contained for the last few days, <laughs> and knowing Sildren has um, 
submitted turns on Sildren and gnaws his fucking arm off. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. The, your dog turns upon you. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, get the crowd ready. <laughs> <laughs> and chews off your arm? Yep, and fucking leaps and just bites right through the arm, uh, severing it completely um, above where the necklace is. Sensing, yeah, something. it's Whoa. been a weird position, the dog itself, or the, and then sensing something really nasty about that arm area with the necklace. Holy moly, tears it off. Sildren, take four zero points of damage. Mm-hmm. You are bad. minus two to all spell attack rolls. Not spell saves you force people to make, but just spell attack rolls. And if mm-hmm. you, for some reason, lose another arm, you cannot cast most <laughs> of your spells. <laughs> just FYI. Can't conjure things. Do I feel free? You lose your arm. Your <laughs> arm goes down. Shunko's going, Argh! I got like, chewed Hold on to on. that, boy. <laughs> it should, I'm, I'm going to need that back. It should squeak every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> He finally tears the whole thing apart, and it's just the squeaker. He's just like, Sildren's suddenly a crowd favorite. Uh, as As that happens, there is another crack of lightning from the storm above and a crash of thunder. Sildren also gets within... Uh, range of Bali. And just bleeding out here. All right, yep. let me describe this though. There's a crack of thunder. There is this uh, huge, oh yeah, you also have a bleeding condition. Uh, this huge lightning strike. You also see as the lightning strikes, there is some sort of residual lightning that the audience sees, but Sildren and the heroes recognize it as a strange yellow force field pulse above you all. Uh, and you feel nothing at all unusual, Sildren, in a good way. And Yaru and Bali and uh, Piercy, you feel your necklace is now just flopping on you, no longer a part of you. And oh, over, I want my arm back. <laughs> and over on the stands, up in the stands, is uh, Narcadian, the leader, and he's leaning over and saying something, laughing to one of the uh, honor crin, and then he stops and stands up and says in a loud voice, How? How can this be? And the audience in the whole arena have no idea whatsoever. Callie and Vero is just quietly standing up and walking out of the arena, <laughs> out the back door. Uh, and... Uh, that is the chaos of where we're at right now. And we're going to take our break there. Uh, and we will be back in just a little bit. Thanks. All right. All right. In the arena, the force field above the arena itself flickers, flickers off and then re-stabilizes itself and fades back in. And, uh, Sildren, although in pain, you know, it is back in place, um, above you, that force field. Oh, that's not good. But it has definitely got the attention of one man in this arena. Okay. Arcadian. Uh, we have a new round coming up uh, in our glorious battle here. Uh, let's do a whole fresh initiative for all is what we're going to do. Reset fresh after y'all. All right, and the golem goes first. 
See how that worked out. Nice. <laughs> Rig those dice. Can I re-roll my initiative? <laughs> the golem goes first and is going to smash upon the closest person, which is Piercy. How much? How much venting is it ready to vent? It's hot. Uh, with the new initiative, I'm guessing that did not reset. So it's got about one more full round okay. building up. All estimate. right, it's building up some heat. It is going to instead do... Uh, it is going to go ahead and just go ahead and slam uh, Piercy several times. Yeah, yeah. It really wants to crack some more armor, but that's what it's going to do. Piercy, a 47 to hit. Okay. And you're unconscious? No, you have one hit point. Have one hit point. All right, so that's a. 40, Not anymore. <laughs> that was 47 to hit, 49 to hit. Both of those are critical. And then a 42 to hit. And that's a normal hit. All right. So that is a critical. On two. Mm, well, the no. first one just takes them down, I assume. What is your critical. wounded level? Two. 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 So that takes you to dying four. Mm hmm. And then the second critical kills Piercy von Skeetenlieber. Oh, oh my god. Shit. That is critical, critical. Yep. There is now a wow. tremor that releases out from Baldly at this point and causes a shimmer that moves along the ground as it uh, causes and kicks up the dirt and whatnot. And all of it seems to swarm and swirl around the now body of one uh, skeeting there. And this is the spell called Breath of Life, which, when the character dies, comes back to life without crossing over Death's doorway. And let me get the... Let's get some details on this. <laughs> Maybe important. That's a wall and fast. a breath of life on Beersy. Range 60 feet. Reaction. A living creature in range would die. Prevent the target from dying and restore hit points. Uh, your blessing revives creature at the moment of death. You prevent the target from dying and restore hit points to the target equal to 4d8 plus your spellcasting modifier. That has happened. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 Wounded eight. Wounded eight. <laughs> There's three. What do you need? I'll just order one. Oh, thank you. Health is restored to you in a manner of 19 hit points. You are removed from death's door. That's plus your modifier? That is everything. If right. this golem had a face, it would be so bad oh, at Piercy right now. It's I mean, I'll, ta I'll take times. it. I'm not. So you have been crushed. The life has gone out of you. I don't know how it affects. Yeah, shouldn't your modifier be like in the 20s by itself? No, no, no. It's a oh. spellcasting oh. ability modifier. Oh. oh, copy. Oh, and the ability modifier? Yeah. Oh, that'd be four more on top of that. So 20. All right. They matter. You don't like that? No, I mean, uh -oh. you say all right. <laughs> uh, but that was the second that was blow. the second blow. I was thinking the same thing. Oh, that was the second blow? Second blow. So the first one takes me uh -oh. to die in four, and the second one kills me, so he has one more blow. And then he brings you back conscious, blinking on the ground. 
just enough time, unfortunately. For a normal hit. For uh, a normal I would, hit. Wouldn't I have cast on the last hit? No, I couldn't. No, right it react, it react to what right I was. All right. Let's see what happens. Come on, but. So it's a third yeah. action. A the final blow hammers down. It's just going jeesh, jeesh, jeesh on poor Piercy, who has taken so many beatings in this arena, and it, he has taken one too many, too many times. Uh, and the last blow just hammers you down into the earth with a forty-two to hit, which said that was a hit. Normal hit. That then takes you dying five. Since you, you're, but are you, you rolling roll damage? damage? Oh no, I haven't. I have not. That is true. <laughs> I mean, you Let's know, not get ahead we of might be. How many? How many? How many hit points? Twenty-three. Twenty-three. It is mathematically possible. <laughs> oh no! So, uh, just touching up on anything with the spell after everything is resolved, he keeps all his dying conditions and everything like that. Or does it obliterate? No, it doesn't obliterate any of that. All right. Just following up here. Uh, He's checking his legal documents, <laughs> and I don't blame him. <laughs> so We're going back over this. And you're under a kiss in point. <laughs> Objection! Sub Subsection 2, paragraph 4. Uh, target from dying and restore. Okay. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll acquiesce and uh, proceed with your uh, judgment. I think you did this when Brenros was getting hammered, too. Um, all right. Uh, you are hit. I'm rolling the damage now. It is. 3d10 plus 17 is what oh. I'm rolling. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. There's a chance. There's a chance. And it's small. Here we go. But wouldn't that, I mean, that Zen won't immediately kill him, will it? Uh, 32 points of damage. Yeah, because I'm at dying four. He's at dying four. So when you go unconscious at that point. I mean, I'm at wounded four. He's at wounded four. So now that he goes dying, he adds one more. So he's at dying five. And he's dead with our house rule that dying five is the limit. Unless Christopher has any other tricks in any way to pull the mechanics him out. alone, yes, but no, because I've already used reaction to make this happen. Your magic shield doesn't help in any way. That's um, yours only. That is mine only. The person who got the sanctuary was next to me, and that was Yorin. Yeah. Uh, yes. Shit, man. All right. So yes was yes. You have something or yes? Yes. Oh. Oh. What? Well, still an unclear yes. Like I'm ready to drama this out a little bit, but what's happening? It's like we're in the ER and the doctors are like, <laughs> "Do we call it?" <laughs> okay. The big blow is just smashing down on him. That's right. The big blow smashes down on him. While he has cast a spell, there's this uh, dust that swirled about you, and you come back to life, and you feel kind of the energy of the creature smashing down upon you again. <clears throat> Uh, you can see. Oh, 
Wait a second. Hold on. Take, a, take, a, second. take a second. Take a second. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what's happening. He needs a moment. This is very this huge. Is going to be... What is the crowd doing <laughs> while this monster is pummeling the mouse wow. to oblivion? This this is a an awe moment, right? This is what we're here for. The champion taking down one of the bad guys that stands back up. It, are we flat wrecked? Sleeves <laughs> again and, and, and back up top. So a third blow, boom, pushes him completely down. So slow motion, rain, slow motion, crowd, lots of screaming while Bali does this. All right. Uh, the dust builds up around, and inside the dust you can see a silhouette appear. And there is a glimmering symbol of sorts that shows... And it is a uh, uh, it's a big shield. And that shield is uh, given the symbol of Sir Burns. What the fuck is that? What is happening? <laughs> yeah. We will stop there for tonight. <laughs> the shield of Sir Brenros appears and takes the blow full on. Boom. There's a large echoing and cracking sound as the uh, shield takes the hit. You see the symbol. Uh, you see the shape of Sir Brenros now fully in this dust and everything that's been kicked up. Uh, Pierce lies blinking on the ground, completely untouched by the attack itself. And uh, the, I think at this point, the uh, shape, the silhouette, uh, turns, faces everyone, and then fades away. And the last action of Sir Brenros Aldermane in the campaign of season three has been completed as he protects one of the defenders of Varen for the very last time. This is a power that has been given to Christopher many real-world months ago uh, for Brenrose to give, and Christopher oh has finally gosh. brought that into fruition here. Brenrose fades away, never to be seen again. Oh. Piercy, you are live, on the ground, blinking, stunned with your remaining hit points of 23. Three. 23. What's your response? And I imagine this shield that was out in the uh, glacier type area has now faded away. Oh. Wow. Uh. Yeah, Pier uh, you described it well. Piercy's just like on the ground looking up, just blinking, just like wide eyed with like wink wink. Um. Just wondering, like, how he is still alive. Then there's uh, like a small fart noise, and a balloon comes up a little bit. <laughs> Christopher gained a hero point, by the way. Oh, oh, take one of mine, dude. Holy cow. Uh, uh, Bali, it's your turn. <laughs> you uh, get to go. Wow. Um. Uh, Bali casts his moment of renewal 
this uh, causes the arena to go dark and it floods in uh, this is him using his reach and the spell uh, the arena goes dark and begins to flood in with a lot of the scents uh, from home familiar flowers and whatnot uh, the air becomes very quiet the crowd disappears into darkness and it's just us and we live out the entirety of I think one full day to recover uh, we do not have any uh, spells that recover or focus, but conditions fall away as they would normally over the course of a day. And full healing. Not full health healing. Well, f only healing at this point uh, can happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, we haven't really done that because you guys do all this intermediate healing. I'm going to look that up real fast. The big <laughs> benefit uh, you guys get is you lose one level of wounded, which is huge. Big for me. Yeah. And I'm, I lose my fatigue as well, right? Yep. Nice. Uh, that is fantastic. Uh, I'm going to heal. Yeah, but you have wounded two or three. And I'm just going to look this up a little bit. I'm going to make a quick ruling. I just don't want to get you guys killed because I know things are at the <laughs> highest level here. Um, da -ba -da -ba -da -ba -da. Too much time. Just there it is. Four, eight, one. Page 4881. We've never done just regular. Your, um, Christopher, your spell of making everything go dark was really cool about a half an hour ago, and now it's stupid. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spells evolve. You bet. I can move on. You gain hit points equal to your constitution modifier, the plus number, minimum one, times your level. So Sodern's is three. So three times 15, 15. is 45. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So whatever your mod constitution modifier is times 15 is the hit points you get back. Wow. You might have to tell Christopher what those numbers are. He doesn't know what your constitution modifier is. I'm fully healed. I have uh, six plus 60, so I'm at 83. Wow. You just went from dead to plus 60. Like with real dead. one to less wounded, one yeah. less fatigued. Yeah. That's a risk. Children have you 59 with 15 in temporary? Uh, I'm actually at 74 hit points. 74 with 15? Mm -hmm. Well, that's, yeah, that's what my total I'll remaining hit points are, 74. 74. And by the way, uh, uh, Piercy, the golem is rising up from killing you uh, in its mind and is now rising up and looking for new targets and is not paying you any attention on its next turn. And Sylvan, okay. you're up. Um. Whew. Sildren is going to... And how far away is the golem right now? 35 feet, I think. Okay. No, 35. 30. 25. 3-0. It's got to be honest square. So Sildren will... Because he has four actions. Good. Um, so he's going to use two to get to the golem, get up on the golem use one action to put his hand against the stone and then cast Crashing Wave. What's Crashing Wave? Uh, and it's being cast at fifth level. Um, it is a second level spell, I believe. You can crawl on top of it with one arm. I do have some climbing abilities. Says the abilities. stupid peanut gallery. <laughs> 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 can, can he do that? <laughs> Stan and Waldorf sitting up there. <laughs> right. So, crashing wave. <laughs> 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 that Simpsons guy? Now, what was it in season two that 
Actually, it's normally a third level spell, You're but being cast it. fifth. Eh, where are you? Big spell book. Okay, you summon a crashing wave that sweeps away from you. You deal 66 bludgeoning damage to creatures in the area. The water also extinguishes non-magical fires in the air. And each uh, level above the cast at three is adding 2d6. So at fifth level, uh, it's going to be a 10d6. Okay. Points of damage and like coming from his hand, so really just into the golem. Right. You race up, you run over. You said you had an extra action? Yeah, because I'm hasted. Uh, when did you cast that? I pinched time oh, towards okay. the beginning of the fight. Yep. Uh, you race over to him. You uh, fumblingly climb up onto him, put your hand up uh, onto that. You said the his middle. Uh, yep, the middle. Middle star. Yep, the one that's left. And you let loose this huge blast, which Marty McFly's you backwards off of the creature. Mm-hmm. Um, and you take three points of bludgeoning damage as you fly off the back and hit the arena sand. And the gem itself uh, is shattered. There is a huge wave of slightly grayish magic that then explodes out from this anti-magical creature and goes kaboom. And every single creature within the arena takes four zero points of force damage. You you up, Piercy? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. (laughs) Just making Christopher do math like crazy. We'll get you an Excel laptop or something later. (laughs) Boom! There's a huge explosion. The the creature itself, the adamantine creature, is physically not affected in any way, but it just stops and shuts down entirely. There is a huge boom reverberation, and you see the magic field above you completely obliterate into millions of little magical shards that then fade away ethereally. And there is no wards or protection in any way on you or in this arena of any kind. Get to me now. Do you and an he arm? calls out to the group. Do you have your arm back, by the way? Uh, Shuka has it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but every time you get close, Shuka runs away a little bit. <laughs> Uh, no, Dad, give it back. Drop, <laughs> drop. Wasting no time, I will uh, run as fast as I can with Bali to help him his movement speed to get to Sildren. All right, yeah. Piercy runs. All of you are over there next to Sildren. Okay, so Sildren will cast uh, Windwalk. So when you cast a spell, each target transforms into a vaguely cloud-like form and is picked up by a wind moving in the direction of your choice. You can change the wind's direction by using a single action, which has concentrate trait. The wind carries the targets at a speed of 20 miles per hour, but if any of the targets make an attack, cast spell, come under attack, otherwise in counter mode, the spell ends for all targets just after they roll initiative. And they'll gently drift down to the ground. Uh, so the concept here is this is a, a their take a Pathfinder's take on the uh, D and D version of uh, gaseous form, but a, um, at a, a higher level. So they become vaguely cloud-like in form and start just moving around and can float around. And what did it say? What was the speed? Twenty miles yep. per hour. So it's going up and out, up and out, <laughs> and flowing. You guys all feel your bodies change. You you follow Sildren's whispery words because they don't know quite what's going on. What do you say, Sildren? Stay close, and I have 
control. Okay. And we're going up because I can also change the direction. And, and Yaru's following a cloud that looks a lot like what he thinks is silver. Uh-huh. It's just, it's just a little, yeah, silver-shaped cloud. <laughs> That's an elbow. Is that a shoulder? <laughs> yeah, everybody definitely ain't an arm. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> in the stadium is doing cloud. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of which, there are about one out of every five people in the stadium starts trying to run or even attack nearby people as they have been necklaced for quite some time in mm-hmm. their time here in the Oubliette, and they are now free, which oh. is creating chaos and bedlam amongst the arena itself as your group starts to leave. Um, there are many people moving around. There are some of a whole bunch of the orc uh, gladiator types that were down underneath the arena they're rushing on to see what's going on to check on the golem uh and to look where you guys have disappeared and it is just absolute chaos uh sildren what are you doing right now as you guys lift up you are now out of the arena rain is pouring down there's more thunder striking we are working to get above the storm and sildren is seeking the clock tower okay um and telling everybody to Keep an eye out for a clock tower. You go up and up and up and up. Everyone can make a perception roll. <clears throat> not not Xanner. <laughs> like to use a hero point. Uh, 15, that's real quick on. 37. Ooh, that's pretty good. Perception. Yes. 38. 38 for me as well. All right. You guys did great. Piercy? Sorry. Brad, we waited for that. All right, so. (laughs) 38 as well for your perception. Wow, 38, 38, 38, 37. You guys can see uh, there is, uh, as you rise up, that uh, the arena is at the bottom of this huge open chasm with, uh, it's almost like a desert up above that has this huge drop uh, with this mile wide uh, straight pit with flat baked earth with just now getting wet where the the arena is. You now go up, you can see there are different buildings and structures and on one far uh, side, there are a collection of buildings that look like old churches and one of them looks to have a clock upon it far away. You can barely see in the darkness with a lightning strike. Uh, You guys are continuing though to head up. That's the clock tower. We have to get above the storm. (laughs) (laughs) 1.21 gigawatts. (laughs) So we are continuing to head up, uh, try and get uh, above the storm. All right. You guys fly up and up. It is hard. The wind is bouncing you around, and but uh, still you're able to control the wind with this spell a bit around you guys. And you fly up and uh, even getting blasted, having to go back maybe a little bit and pick up Molly, uh, keep him in your wind magic. <laughs> even as wind, yeah. he's still... <laughs> <laughs> 25! 25 movement! I'm even looking for things to speed me along here. <laughs> uh, you get up above the clouds, and you are up, up, and away, and over the clouds, and it is clear, and it is smooth. It is the Nebuchadnezzar coming out of mm. in the third Matrix movie, and it's clear, uh, and it's just uh, three moons and stars, and uh, it is quiet. You can see lightning, uh, the, the, the white light shining uh, coming through the clouds underneath you as the storm is raging. You cannot see the clock tower or the, the area or the, the desert or the badlands or the arena or anything. Just clouds, billowing clouds, anvil-shaped thunderstorm uh, that you're above. And we start heading towards where the clock tower is. All right. You guesstimate where it is. You fly uh, horizontally across those clouds. You think you're in the vicinity of where it's at. 
And is the storm getting stronger, weaker, or staying the same? Um, anyone trained in arcane or occult? Not nature. Am I able to engage in any kind of... Uh, I need to know if you're trained in arcane or occult right now. I am trained in arcane. Okay. Uh, you can make a roll for me. Occult roll. Whatever one you want. I'm going to use that another hero point. Yeah, I'm going to use one hero point. I rolled a seven, so I'm going to re-roll that. 34. I'm not trained in any of those. Okay. Uh, occultism. Oh, and that was a two. It is not. Uh, Pretty bad? No, it's a total of 30. Okay. Yaro, you detect something unusual magic-wise around your gaseous form. You can't discern what it is. Sildren, you are able to discern that someone is trying to discern where you're at magically from down below. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They are attempting some sort of scrying. You cannot tell if they are successful or not. Sildren, I can feel something. Yes, we are being located. We have to get out of here. We do. Um, We need to make it to the clock tower, so we're going to head towards the clock tower now. You head down underneath the clouds. You are heading towards the clock tower. As you do, you see there are three or four, much lower than you in altitude, three or four uh, people that are flying around in strange little mechanical wingsuit type things. That uh, they are jetting around, getting blasted by the wind, and they appear to be searching around, but they are not looking up where you guys are at. Okay. Um, you also see there is a large metal box, maybe like four carriages, four wagons, two by two, uh, that is racing, uh, flying through the air just underneath you and heading towards the clouds. It has, uh, it's blasting out fire. It's got little windows that lightning is shooting out. You hear someone cursing or laughing and comes flying right by, but misses you and keeps going and pierces through the clouds. We get hit. I have several fly spells available. Don't you, worry about me. Uh, yes, I you're last on my list. <laughs> and you keep heading down, and you see there is the clock tower that you are heading down towards. Lightning strikes. The wind is blasting like crazy. You're having trouble keeping everyone together. Sildren, make a nature roll, please. I need you to make a 38 or higher, or you're going to lose the effects of the spell on one or more people. So can I borrow a hero point? I have one you, left. Yes, you can. So I'm down to zero point. hit points. Uh, I'm sorry, zero. Um, I have no more Chris, hero did you points. Give him one? I gave him one. Okay. And oh. a natural one again. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Just as you say, you're the last one I worry about. As you say that, the lightning strikes somehow and dispels the entire spell around all of you, and all of you become normal form and immediately start to drop. Bali, you're beating everyone in speed right now. <laughs> um, he, uh, hold on, what does yeah. Bali say as he's falling through this thunderstorm <laughs> at night? Uh, very loudly, he's saying a curse word in full, pure dwarven, prettiest dwarven you ever hear. <laughs> <laughs> um, if Sildren has any control, he will try to... Actually, I don't know if the range on that, but I have multiple fly spells prepared at this oh, point. Oh, Sildren, how many uh, hit points do you have? Why? <laughs> 71 presently. 71? Yeah. Uh, that'd be 210. That'd be, what's 2 times 10? 20 plus 2 is 22. Let's round it down to 11. Let's do about maybe five of those. So you've lost 55 hit points due to bleeding of your arm. Okay. 
Right, your arm's bleeding. Even in the uh, air gaseous form? Yes. I still bleeding. You're leading little puffs, little puffs of smoke. <laughs> All right, um, we're probably gonna need to put a stop to that. But in the meantime, as he's falling, I should probably put a stop to it. Stop this! Boy, is my arm tired! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Okay, Yara's going to go five, ahead and cast Wind Jump. Oh, wait, minutes. it's already cast. Never mind. Touch. I'm good. I'm fine. All right, so I need to touch people. So I you don't am... need to worry about. Oh, well. Unless you want me to keep flying. Get... Yeah, I do. Right. Um, Bali's first on my list, though, to. You need to touch him? Yes. All right, he is beneath you falling. You right? need to, you need yeah, to dive. Need... Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to. I should be more aerodynamic with only one arm. No, you're spinning like one of those leaves that fall out of a tree. <laughs> like a plane that's lost a wing. Uh, Sildred, we flew through I... the jet wash. <laughs> punch out, punch out. Yeah, I need talk to me, Goose. Uh, oh, I want Sildred to try something first. Sildred, make a uh, acrobatics Nature? roll. Nature. Or you can use the aerobatics feat if you have it, which no one does. Acrobatics roll, please. Acrobatics. Yes. Uh, 35. Okay, you are gaining speed on Bali, but you haven't touched him yet. Bali. Uh, Bali would like to cast Air Walk. Actually, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvan goes, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No shoot, no shoot! <laughs> uh, all right, you this, cast Air Walk. Oh, this lasts five minutes, and I can proceed into a walking... You just start and, walking. Yeah, and actually, At 25. <laughs> as soon as I see that, I'm actually going to change tact and um, cast, start casting. And as I'm dropping, um, a figure forms underneath me, and it ends up being a rather large phantasmal steed that also has the ability to fly, because um, it is phantom steed cast at sixth level. Uh, which then gives it a fly speed of 80, and I'm fairly certain I can carry one other person. Sure. So I'm going to go nab Piercy with them. All right, so this crazy phantasmal speed, I'm thinking like that movie intro Pegasus thing with the wings and all that mm -hmm. starts yeah. to appear under yep. Tristar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yes, exactly right. <laughs> and and Piercy's just, just floating down through like Mary Poppins on through it. the air. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then you're gonna go scoop up Piercy as he comes flying down. Yes. All right. He seems rather calm falling, but you grab him uh, in any event. Yep. And uh, Yaro, you're. I could cast wind uh, jump on myself before we even took off. And how long so does that last? One minute. Uh, you have just enough time left in that, so yeah, you're yeah. good. To the clock tower. Can All right. Do air banister and just go much faster instead of air walk. No. <laughs> and you guys are all heading Air down. One uh, phantasmal steed with wings with two people. The other two heroes walking quickly behind. What's our formation here? Are we in flying V? Are we in <laughs> I think we're just trying I, to fucking I am get looking, this. though. I am looking for anyone who was looking for us if we're going lower um, towards the ground. Okay, you're keeping your eyes out. You yep. don't see anyone nearby, but they are flying around, but they haven't seen you. Uh, more lightning and wind strike. You can see there is a clock tower. It has a balcony. From the balcony, it is damaged. There is a figure holding on to the bottom part of this metal balcony, uh, precariously about to fall. Not only fall from the 40-foot clock tower, but the clock tower is perched. So anyone down inside, because this is at the top, 
of the Badlands area. So anyone who was crazy enough to want to look at a time, which they can't even see from way down there. But anyways, it's right at the cliff edge. So it's a huge, like 140 foot drop. There's a figure holding on. Uh, you can see there, and that's what you see right now as you guys are closing. Is that figure in. chubby? Um, no. Yara would like to go and catch the person. Uh, Yaru, you like grab him and help him up. All right, you race over there. It is a young man of about maybe ten years old, a boy, and you grab him from under, and he's like, "Oh, what?" and is totally confused as to what's going on. Don't worry, I have you. Well, you've got me. Who's got you? <laughs> <laughs> Bali had his next early disconvenience would like to cast again, if possible. Uh, all right, Bali, you can cast again as Zero. You bring this person back up on the balcony. Yaro, you see there is a man, a little on the chubby side, who mm -hmm. is also standing on this balcony door going, uh, Oh, how? Oh, you saved! And grabs uh, the boy. Uh, Yaro will land right on the edge of the balcony. What happened? You must be more careful, young one. Lightning strikes again, and the uh, the chubby guy says, Get out! Get inside, boy! And pushes uh, the boy inside and looks back and pulls on your tunic, Yara. We must all get inside. There are people looking for us, me and my friends. There's all! And in comes a dwarf casting a spell. Yes. Uh, Sildren, you're now under the effects of resurrection. Uh, not resurrection. Uh, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> regeneration. I feel so alive. 15 hit points per round, and you cannot die for the duration of 10 minutes. You can attach a sever. Uh, can attach a severed appendage. Hold it there. Damaged organs. Very it's walk it off, buddy. Walk it off. It's a little thinner than it was <laughs> before. Lots of teeth marks where you didn't <laughs> yeah. want it before. De there's definitely going to be some scarring left over. His, his right arm's a little shorter now. Yeah. <laughs> it's missing a Shuka's chunk where well, that necklace thing gets the well-fed condition. <laughs> Put a few tomatoes in my pouch for you. <laughs> All right. Regeneration has been cast upon you, Sildren. Uh, mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about that bleeding effect, and you can... Uh, well, again, think of it from this guy's perspective on the top of the clock tower. He's yeah. like, who else? Here comes a dwarf, and then right next to him is this one-armed guy attaching yeah, this just thing. Like, <laughs> weird, <laughs> fleshy oh, yeah. things are reattaching like to it. a thestral behind him or something? Uh, what is this thing? Um, yeah, and all of you come inside, and uh, Bali, you close the door uh, behind you guys. You're at the top of the clock tower with some gears and uh, stuff of the tower. Stairs, uh, cheap metal stairs going down. The wind is loud outside, but it's much quieter and dry. And the man says, Who? You are Nasir, I presume? Who are you? <laughs> And we will stop there <laughs> for tonight. Uh, thank you so much for coming. I still don't know what's happened the session. <laughs> it definitely so got a little crazy. off the rails. So crazy. Uh, thanks so much for checking this out. Uh, don't forget to check out the website, gloriousbards.com. Uh, join the discard. Say hi. Talk about the episodes. We'd love to hear from you. And we will see you next time. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.